This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Sport Clips Haircuts. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hair do like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game with the MVP haircut experience. Your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo, along with a perfectly steamed hot towel, all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Eat my shorts. No thanks. I'm still working on my junkos. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thank you to Deputy Trojan for that catchphrase submission. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang Indeed. First episode of our 15th year, uh, or last week was. I'm not quite sure. Well, how would, let's see. Yeah, I mean, technically it was on the actual anniversary, so that would have been the first episode. Okay, second episode of our 15th year. Very special episode. Coming up a little later, we have a, we don't have entrepreneurs on this show any longer. We have a small business owner will be here. Uh, we also have a stand-up comedian will be here. Uh, but before we get to them, by the way, my name is Scott Ackerman. And before we get to those two, we have a, uh, a stand-up comedian in his own right here. Mm. He's a stand-up comedian. He is a podcast host. He is an actor, comedic actor. Mm-hmm. No, no drama. No yet, drama. Right? No drama, baby. <laughs> no drama got, when it comes to you. I don't got no time for no drama. That's right. He is a cast member of uh, the hit smash show Cobra Kai, which is coming to an end with its sixth season, I believe. Sixth season, yeah. Uh, and he is now also, in addition to being a multi-hyphenate, entertainment-based multi-hyphenate, though. Mm -hmm. Let me put on my ascot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them. I thought you were saying my ass, Scott. <laughs> Let me put on my ass. Uh, you are also an author. Mm. Sounds so good. An author with a book out right now in stores called Undercooked. Please welcome back to the show, Dan Adute. Hello, Dan. Hello, um, Scott. You are a best-selling author. Yes. I'm not a best-selling author, and I'm starting yeah. to think that this is you're just trolling me, and that's why you invited me on the show right now. Yeah, now now okay, the for those of you for those of you who don't know what what Dan is talking about, the there's this uh, how do I describe it? The old gray lady? <laughs> um <laughs> the New York Times puts out a list every week fake of, news. Uh, fake news. 
of not the best books. Fake news books. Fake news books. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the best books, but the best selling books. Yeah. Books that have sold the most, uh, as we say in the book biz, copies or cops. Sometimes we call them in the book biz. Um, and uh, the Comedy Bang Bang book, thanks to everyone who pre-ordered and who came to our events and bought the book there uh, and uh, bought it the week it came out. Is number four on the New York Times bestseller list, uh, uh, an incredible achievement for an author. And Dan, where where was yours? <laughs> okay, first of all, I just want to say what you're leaving out is the books that you are surrounded by. Okay, so one is Mein Kampf, <laughs> which is the... Yes, it's eight, on the list. That, but <laughs> underneath ours, it's number five. It is number five. It is number five. <laughs> And uh, number three is Mao's Little Red Book. Little Red Book, yeah. We're right in between those two. Yet you could not even make a list that those books are on. Well, is that true? I don't. I don't want to be in that company. I don't want to be in that Oreo cookie that you. (laughs) (laughs) Your 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 book. It came out a couple of weeks ago. It is an it is an Amazon bestseller. That's great. Yeah. Um, that's something. That's, that's something. something. It's a big company. <laughs> yeah, it's, definitely. They move a lot of books. What's it? Uh, uh, because I know it has subtitles. It's called Undercooked. D- uh, say, say the complete title for me. Uh, Undercooked, How I Let Food Become My Life Navigator and How Maybe That's a Dumb Way to Live. Okay. Mm. So that's a long title. It is long. It is. I'm... I did the regret it. I did the Charles Dickens deal. I'm getting paid by the word. <laughs> so I was just filling it up. <laughs> I didn't know that was uh, such a big part of his deal. That was his getting paid by the word. I knew like Christmas Carol, <laughs> Oliver Twist, all that kind of stuff. But part of, a big part of his deal was getting paid by the word. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, P B. He called it a P B T W. Oh, okay, he I've heard of a PB and J, but a P B T W T W. He wanted a P B T W deal. There were big deals back then. A P BTWD. PBTWD. It was a big thing. Can we stop saying this? This is is very hard for someone with my abilities. Um, But uh, uh, describe what the the book is. Now, look, let me put you into context for some of our listeners who haven't heard you on the show for a few years. Mm. You were on back in, I would say, 2016, 2017 or so, Mm. somewhere around then. And you were a cast member of a show that we produced Comedy Bang Bang produced called Bajillion Dollar Properties, uh, which... Uh, Hold for applause. Yes. Hold uh, for applause. I'm not hearing any. Should we still be holding? <laughs> we're the only people in the room, though. Um, but uh, my, my wife, uh, um, my uh, former ex-girlfriend, uh, Kulafi Lysak, created mm. the show. You were a cast member on it. In fact, as I... think I, it's Velisak, by the way. Maybe. I don't think it's Velisak. I don't know. Yeah. I think you should know that, and I think you're wrong. I, I'll check with her. At this some is, point during our marriage. This is who you people are turning into a best-selling author, <laughs> just so you know. Doesn't uh, even know his wife's name. You were a cast member, and as I recall, you were the first cast member that we cast. You were, uh, we saw all the auditions, and we said, well, whatever, whoever we cast, we got to have Dan. Uh, you were the, the person that we, was like a lock from the beginning. Diversity hire. Okay. You got to get the diversity out of the way first. I, you know what's funny? That's is what I don't you told see, me. I don't you said, see color. You said that to me so though. So it was a surprise to me when you picked your character name. I was like, what? Because <laughs> what was your character's name? It was Amir. Amir. That's right. Amir, I was like, yeah. oh, oh, I see it now, Dan, is what I said to you. But yeah. uh, no, you, you gave a great audition. You were very funny on the show. We did uh, four seasons of that show. 
And that was the last time you were on. And then you got onto Cobra Kai, where you play uh, some guy at the, uh, uh, the car dealer uh, car dealership. Yes, Anoush. 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 One day I'm going to be like a John. <laughs> well, you picked your name, Amir. By the way, <laughs> you could have picked John. I could have, but I thought that. And by the way, should we tell the story of how you originally picked someone a different name, and we shot for three days? Yes, I did. I initially was going to be Amir Gabay was the last name, who was named after my great uncle and then my cousin. And you said, like, I've talked to my great uncle. I'm going to do this as a tribute to him. He's cool with it. We shot for three days with everyone saying that name over and over again. And then at the end of three days, you came to us and said, my uncle is no longer cool with it. I need to change my name. We needed to change everything in post CGI, all the doors, all, all the lips. Everyone's lips had to be animated suddenly um but uh, uh oh, we can laugh about it now because that show is a runaway train of a success uh but uh so so you are you're you're mainly a comedian yes but uh and, and you're a great stand-up as well thank you um but now you've written a book describe for me why does a comedian write a book what is going on here i gotta tell you the truth i never thought i was gonna write a book i had no interest in writing a book books are boring and mm -hmm. long yeah. Who wants to read them, let alone write them? That's the thing. For every book that's out there, some poor asshole wrote it. <sighs> like, you think you're having a bad time. Yeah. Like, all the kids in school out there, it's like, you're reading these fucking, like, trigonometry books and stuff. And it's like, think about the schlub who had to sit there and jot everything down. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a... Fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> It sucks. And anyone who's like, I love writing books is lying or has a ghostwriter. Yeah. If you're actually writing a book, it sucks. But how, how did you do it? How did you do it? Did you uh, uh, did you like talk into a tape recorder and then just have someone transcribe it? Or did you actually sit down and, and write? No, I sat down and did it. I mean, just it was basically I had done this podcast called uh, uh, Meat Eater Podcast. It's the number one hunting podcast in the country. Hunting podcast. Yes. Me you had done it, meaning you were a guest on it? Or I was you, a guest on you it. You were a guest on a podcast called Meat Eater. Meat Eater. Okay. Uh, Why are you saying it like that? Meat Eater. <laughs> Meat Eater. Meat Eater. No, no, no. Meat Eater. Meat Eater. Meat Eater. M-I-D-E-D. M-I-D-C. What? M-I-D-E-D-E-R. Meat Eater. Meat Eater. Okay. Got it. It's the new Tyler Perry show. Meat Eater. Meat Eater. Medea's cousin Meat Eater comes on. And on it, I told stories about my hunting exploits. What are your hunting? I don't know anything about these. I'm a, I'm, I know I give off a gatherer vibe, Scott, <laughs> but I am a hunter. And uh, I told some stories on it and my manager heard it and she was like, these stories are nuts. You should try to turn it into a movie. How wrote, did you get your manager to listen to one of your podcasts? Because I, I have been doing the show for now. We're in our 15th year. I don't believe my manager has heard one single sentence. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why she listened to it. So I didn't even tell her to listen to it. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. She's that, like, I, I, that's kind of sus, honestly. Yeah. I would maybe look for new men. She's like, <laughs> what are you listening to what I'm saying on podcast? Yeah. Get the fuck out of Fuck out of here. Trying too hard. Um, anyway, so I tried to turn it into a movie. Didn't work. The outline sucked. And she was like, just. <laughs> I love that you admit that. Yeah. It was awesome. like most people are like, I tried to turn it into a movie for several years. No one was biting. The market no. was bad. No, the outline sucked. No, there was <laughs> there was absolutely no writer's guild strike going on. 
<laughs> the employment was gainful. <laughs> they were buying anything. <laughs> they were buying everything and anything. Um, and uh, so then sh- she was like, just write what, just do some free writing about your relationship to food. Because I always have been an enormous foodie. I love food. I'm obsessed with food. You have a podcast, Green Eggs and Dan, where you, and I've been on it, where you go into celebrities or my refrigerator mm. and you uh open it up and you you comment on, on what's inside yes uh and we, you and you talk about the person's relationship to why they bought this kind of stuff and all exactly that. we kind of roast the fridge a little bit yeah you know hijinks and fridges are cold and you're roasting so it's everything's just lukewarm yes <laughs> it's a very lukewarm podcast mm-hmm. um that's what vulture called it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but it's uh i always you know i'm just Food all, all across the board has been a. a an you love going. Of mine. You, you're always the guy who, if we ever travel to a place, we say, "Dan, where should we go?" Yeah, and then you give us a, a long list of of restaurants that we need to hit up, and we're yes. able maybe to go to one. Yes, yes. But we we thank you for that one. I do a lot of research. A lot of work goes into that, and people don't realize that. But uh, yeah, I think. You guys should were... we give reviews like when we come back from the place? Should we be like, Dan, this is what we went to this, 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 this and this. Would oh, you appreciate that? Or, uh, or the minute you send the list, you're like mentally out. I would love nothing more than to get a review of a review and or a picture of yourself there, because huh. otherwise I'm just your fucking concierge. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We've always had that sort of relationship. (laughs) Okay. So I I promise you next time we do that, we'll give pictures. That one time you you texted me to order you an Uber was very weird. Yeah. That was strange. (laughs) You were like, we're at this corner. I was like, your phone has a GPS. You're in a totally different state as well. Yeah. You did it. I was on a plane. I had to get the Wi-Fi on the plane yeah. to order you an Uber. <laughs> for $25 Wi-Fi. <laughs> the go-go in-flight. What the hell is going on? How can this be so expensive? I don't know. Like for, for a four-hour flight, $25? <laughs> what is happening here, Oh, Dan? but here's the crazy thing. If yeah. you get if you order the Wi-Fi before the plane takes off, yeah. $19. If the, plane, if the wheels are up, 30 bucks. Above 30,000 feet, really? Price gouging. I Price gouging. At some point, and you know they have the technology, at some point, like, all Wi-Fi on planes should be free. Yeah. When is this happening? I think Delta has actually started for its SkyMile members. Thank God, Delta. Yes. Thank God. And then they're, they're like, oh, if you're a frequent flyer, you can pay us $800 and you can get on the Wi-Fi. Shut the fuck up. Shut get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Anyway. So, anyway, so I wrote a couple of uh, what became chapters of this book. Mm-hmm. They pitched it to a publisher. Publisher loved them. And they were all very like they're they're standalone essays that are very funny, but also have heart. But they're all about food. Um, I've been compared. I've been called the David Sedaris of food by Dana Dute. Um, and mm. so I'm kind of trying to by your wait you by yourself. Yes. <laughs> huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I can see that. So I'm trying to make that stick. <laughs> hey, I like it. <laughs> um, and uh, how many chaps? Chapters, um, we say chaps in the biz. Eleven chaps. Eleven chaps. Eleven chaps. How many chaps you got? Uh, we don't. We don't really do chaps. We did uh, that, <laughs> pages. That, that was my problem. Um, That's why I didn't, I'm not on the best. How many? Ones. How many pages you got? Um, actually, it's funny because as someone who never has written a book and doesn't know how that works, they were. I started writing this book, and after. About eight months, I was like, yeah, 
I got it. I think that's a book. This is unlocked. I think that's a book. I think I'm done. (laughs) And I was like, how do I, I don't know how I know I'm done or not. Right. How do you convert this into, like, is it word count? How do they? Well, that's the thing. I asked my agent. I was like, how do I know when this is done? I think it feels like a book. And she's like, well, you're contractually obligated to 60,000 words. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Let me check. (laughs) Let me tell you. The agents do not pass on a lot of info. <laughs> no. um, I was very surprised by certain things that popped up <laughs> three years after the deal. Yeah. I So I added them up. And by the way, I had one month to get the whole manuscript in. One month left. Oh, okay. And I had 35,000 words. Oh, no. That's, I mean, it's a little more than half. So that's at least not a total morale buster. But... It was pretty busting. So out of that, how many chaps did you have there? I think I probably had like seven chaps. Seven chaps is too short for a book. Yeah. I don't know I, why you I, thought seven I, chaps I, would be good. The thing I, is, you're writing you, it on a computer. You said 11, and I'm like, is that enough? But uh, because that's where it ended up to be. The acknowledgments count as a chapter, and that was really long. <laughs> <laughs> it's daunting. I know it's daunting to, to yeah, because you've never done it before. Now, in retrospect, when you look at it, do you go like, oh, of course it was too short? A hundred percent. It was too short. Yes. But it was, here's the thing. I, it wasn't that I thought I was like, I just, I need to write a little bit more and then, and then I'll have a book. I didn't know I need to write the same amount in a month and and then I'll have a book. Wow. How did you do it? Did you just like, are, are, are there four chaps that are just total bullshit that are just about like whatever is in the room with you? Like lamp. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. I Kaiser Sozade the rest of the book. Whatever I saw around me. Um and yeah, no, it's it, it was half of it was chat GTP. <laughs> Honestly, these days oh it's very God. hot right now. You so could probably hot. get away with it. I was one of the last pre-chat GTP books that came yeah. out. Um, That's amazing. You were one of the last to be turned in. Incredible. <laughs> um, so, so what are? Give us an example of like what some of these chaps are about. What are some of these stories that you tell? So, some of the, one is about when I interned uh, at a Michelin starred restaurant in New York City. Uh, one is about returning a dish at the number one restaurant in the world the day that it became the r- number one restaurant in the world. Wow! True story. One is about. Are some of these not true? Why do you say true story? No. Uh, half of them half of them are not true 35,000 words are true (laughs) 25 totally false (laughs) 25 25% of the book is just the catcher in the rye that I just copied and pasted it's like huh bad idea weird pivot um so so this is all just like funny stories that have happened to you all about food yeah well this is it sounds dynamite would it surprise you to learn I haven't read it yet what is that would it surprise you to learn I have not read this? Oh, book yet? I thought you said, what is the price again? I haven't what read is, it. <laughs> what is the price again? I have not read it. <laughs> $29. Actually, Amazon's doing a deal right now. Really? Yeah. If you want to pad Jeff Bezos's pockets. I mean, it's a, it sounds like quite a deal. It's twice the price. Um, it's a very fun book, though. People, the re- main review I'm getting is uh, I've never laughed so hard and cried so hard at a hmm. book, which is a fun little uh emotional melange yeah it's like an emotional batman the ride there uh and uh it sounds really good uh i believe cool up ordered it it's at the house somewhere i gotta i gotta find out where it is no i gave you one for free you did so that you would read it where i literally sent it to your home oh okay yeah that, okay so i i i'm mistaken she didn't buy it uh you didn't address it to me that's not true. It was, just, it was to cool up and Scott. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, she opens all the mail. 
Well, I have no. plausible deniability on all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll wait. Get to no, it. I sent it FedEx and I said it needs Scott Ackerman's signature. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll get to it because it's uh, you know Dan, I'm a big fan, and uh, I you know it sounds like a dynamite book. Uh, Undercooked shit. is what it's called. It's out there. Um, if you buy the Comedy Bang Bang book out there, you it'll probably pop up underneath of like you also may like. Mm. Uh, and uh, vice versa, I would imagine. So uh, we're both authors. This is uh, incredible. We are both auteurs, I would say. Yeah, who knew? The two of us. I know. You know? Seriously. Do you talk about how uh, Ryan and I both uh, puked from Shrimp Friday on the first week of the Bajillion set? Um, That would have helped me when I <laughs> found out I had only written 35,000 words. And the very next Shrimp Friday, we <laughs> saw each other in line in the at the in the in line for the food and we both had shrimp on our plates and we both looked at each other and shrugged like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? We're back again. <laughs> um all right, Dana Dude is with us. You can stick around, can't you? I can. And also, by the way, mm. if you like these uh dulcet tones you're listening to, there's an audiobook. Oh, that I narrated. Wow. Yeah. I should have got you to, to to do the comedy Bang Bang book, but uh, we decided not to do one. But uh, why do you not do one? Uh, t- if you thought uh, this book was hard to do mm. and <laughs> trying to do an audio book version of it would have oh, got it even harder. But uh, so we we passed on that. But uh, that sounds really good. But I'm, I'm so d- proud of you. Honestly, I saw that and I don't retweet a lot. I'm not a big retweeter. Really? I hit that. I I hit those two arrows right away. Wow! Before you even knew what you were doing. No, I didn't even know. I just it, my my instinctually, instinctually, wow. I retweeted. I didn't Thank even you so much. Didn't even put a comment. Didn't you know? Because sometimes you do a comment to to make yeah. it about you. Like, look at what my, my friends friend are doing. Did. I have friends who are famous and doing stuff. I did. I just retweeted it with wow. nothing. I Thanks, wanted buddy. nothing from that it. That means a lot. That really does. Thank you so much. Of course, uh, it wasn't on my main account though. It, oh this is on your burn i started a new account just to retweet it <laughs> just just to give positive reviews to your own book <laughs> yeah well undercooked is the book dana dude is here uh he can stick around with us we're going to take a break when we come back we have a small business owner we also have a stand-up and you're a stand-up so maybe uh you oh, have a lot you can uh talk about with i it. wonder if i know him. yeah that's yeah cool. this will be incredible we'll be right back with more comedy bang bang right after this <laughs> the big game or big mods? First date? Or first big break kit? Binge that new show or binge install vids? When you're a real car lover, the choice is obvious. With over 122 million parts to fit your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, turbochargers, LED headlights, exhaust kits, bumpers, roof racks, and engines... Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has all the parts you need for the ride you love. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everyone. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs. We're having entrepreneurs back on the show this year to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it is easy to create a beautiful website to engage with all of your audience, all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. 
a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, Fluid Engine. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile, Fluid Engine. Get started with one of Squarespace's professional website templates with des- with designs <laughs> with zzz. there's a lot of buzz around this with designs for every category and use case then customize your look update content and add features to fit your unique needs head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com/bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Can you imagine if every day was 25 hours? Would you sleep during it? I, I mean, I maybe you could sleep more, uh, especially if you, uh, but, but maybe you can't sleep more. It would be an extra hour to do like fun stuff for you. You, you could maybe it's like you're always like, I can't exercise. I can't find the hour. Well, now you got it. Well, a lot of our friends and neighbors out there, we spend our lives wishing we had more time, right? Well, the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Well, therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And you can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BangBang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash BangBang. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Dana Dude is here, author of Undercooked in stores now, uh, as well as online, as well as uh, the audiobook, which you can listen to Dan uh, recite. And, uh, mm, in you, this voice. In like that, that. Do you really do that voice? Every single word. <laughs> you can't, can you? <laughs> um, we need to get to our next guest. Uh, she's a small business owner. We no longer have entrepreneurs on the show, so... Uh, very good to see we have a small business owner. I don't know what business. That information is not in front of me, but uh, please welcome to the show for the first time, Taylor Stephanie. We did it, Scott. We did. We bought it. Sorry, what? We, we bought it. We bought, did it. We bought, bought it. We've been talking about it forever and we did it. What? Bought? bought? We bought an oil rig. We who, did it. Who? You 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 did me and my husband and of course my two kids Emery and O'Connell. Uh, we decided we are we're going all in and we bought an oil rig. We bought an oil rig. Oh, wow. con- congratulations! That's, That's amazing. Thank you so much. We did do it two years ago, so we are an operational business now. But oh. I was just really excited to sort of share that with you, and I wanted to yeah, sound like hard. something that you closed the deal on just an hour ago. But no, this was two years ago. Two you years did ago. It? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Congrat- congratulations. An oil rig. That doesn't oh. seem like a small business. Oh yeah. well, well I mean, there's big oil and then there's small oil. And so that's sort of where we fit in. We were flying from Walt Disney World. We were doing our family vacation in Walt Disney World during the pandemic. And we were on the the plane and we looked down and we were over the Gulf of Mexico flying back to Los Angeles. And what do we see? But all these little oil rigs all over the place. And I just turn to my husband, Thomas, and I grab his hand and I go, I feel like we should buy one. And we thought about it, and we did it immediately. You did. Oh, so you thought about it very briefly. It sounds like. Yeah. When, when did you buy it? Were you? Did you have the go-go in-flight? Did you buy it on the plane? We or? did. Uh, we have a pass, so oh, we, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. we do we do the Disney trip twice a year, so uh, it's oh. worth it for us. Why go to Disney twice a year? Uh, friendship, community. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you meet other people there, or 
Well, uh, community with the characters mostly. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we don't have family that speaks to us right now, oh. so uh, we, uh, you know, it's mm. just nice to sort of get in there. Oh, what? Yeah. Can we put a pin in that for a second? Because you said you're a yearly member of GoGo because you go to Disney twice a year. Yeah, so it becomes worth it. You know, I don't. It's like four hundred dollars a yeah, year, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but just but, the peace of mind. Well, you get the perks. You get the book bag. <laughs> Oh, if you I buy the yearly, they give you the book they bag. They have a GoGo in-flight book bag? Huh. Yeah, yeah. So it sort of becomes worth it. I don't think I've ever seen it. one of those in the wild. <laughs> we did it. You did and it. So we just did it, you know, and so it's been going pretty well. And are you guys oil positive? Are you making oil? Are you, are you, have you struck? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know how to speak to so this. This was a functioning one before you bought it? Oh, or sure, just... sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so our big thing with it was we thought, how do we bring the oil field to field to table, right? So we're huh. selling it in mason jars. Uh, you know, huh. your typical oil, you're getting it, you know, you're getting all, all the refined oil. Uh, and, you know, that's not good for anybody. So we're just selling it mason jar raw. You're buying it and you're just sort of pouring it into your gas tank. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay, I I might be ignorant on this on this topic. I know I am. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. But um, I am Iranian. We're an oil people, right? And I'm pretty sure you have to refine the oil to make it usable. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah, like, I, I don't know that if I just got a jar of unrefined oil and then poured it in my gas tank, I don't know if my car would run. Have yeah. you tried? That's a good point. That is a good point. That's exactly. a great point. And here's the fun thing about ours. You never know what's going to come in the jar, right? Sometimes you get a little fish in there. There's a little fish in there and sometimes it's still wiggling around. Uh, and then and then you get a little snack as well. That's so that's fun. sort of a, yeah. a thing An that oily we, fish. Yeah. And so um, thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. Yeah. Being a small business, we're all about uh, owning up to our mistakes, right? Oh, so, wait. So we're all. Hmm? So, OK, so we've established everything about the business. But now you there are mistakes in the past. Oh, two yeah, years? we made an oops. Is this like Domino's or something or like we're sorry we have shitty pizza? Well, it's basically well, sort of our product speaks for itself is what I'll say. You know, even the best business has a little oops, makes a little spill every once in a while. Am I oh, right? There's oh, there's an oil spill. spill. Well, just a tiny little one. Uh, and it's the kind of thing where it is a significantly smaller spill than your big guys, your BP, your Chevron, any of those companies. And I would argue um, because there is only one of us. Per oil rig, it is the biggest one per oil rig that they've had on oh, record no. before. Really? But smaller than if you were to combine all of the other oil spills for big oil companies. Does oh. that make sense? Uh, big, The biggest oil spill... Uh, but if you were to combine every oil spill that has ever occurred, so it's smaller small, than that. So tiny. <laughs> okay. That's not, I mean, that's, that sounds really bad. We, you, you, I mean, well, if it was just the spill, it wouldn't be a problem. We set it on fire. Oops. Our bad. It was an accident, Scott. How did you set an oil spill on fire? When you get a baked Alaska and you set the <laughs> alcohol on fire, it disappears. Okay. And so we thought, let's go ahead and let's burn off. <laughs> let's burn off let's that burn, oil. Let's burn it off. And let's, then instead, fiery waters. Where Where is this? The Gulf of Mexico. And literally oh, nobody would have even known. Nobody would have even said anything if there weren't all of those news helicopters. Uh, well, yeah, that's the only reason anyone says anything about anything. It, well, that's what I'm saying. So it really, at the end of the oh, day. agree? <laughs> absolutely. You, you agree with us. You're on our side. Hmm. Whoa. I want to make sure that. I'm separated from being on this, this side. Uh, Dan this is, is just an author. Uh, yeah. He, he doesn't have a stake. Okay, so you should write this down. I'd... It's not our fault, okay? It's not our fault. We're just a tiny little business. We're the smallest, tiniest little business in the entire world, and everybody's yelling at us. Do you know what you're doing? This, uh, like, I, if I were just some 
dicklish schmo who's like on an airplane and saw an oil rig and decided to buy one, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I mean, how did you, did you get any kind of instructions of what to do? That is part of our story. That's part of why you come to us instead of going to the big guy. That's why you come to our stand to get our little jars of oil instead of going to a to a pump and and pulling it off of there and sticking it in your car. We you know, know how. I mean? uh, yes, we've been to gas stations. We know you pull the pump out. What you was stick the it question? <laughs> did Did you know how to do this? Does anyone know how to do anything, Scott? Before you try? I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's it. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Maybe we just. We get a little overfilled and there's not enough mason jars. So we just sort of dump it into the water. Oh. And yeah, maybe there was a bunch of fish that sort of died. And so then we started deciding, hey, maybe we can sell some fish oil pills off of this. And then a bunch of kids got sick. Okay, yeah, maybe we did that every once in a while. But we're trying our best. Sorry. When life gives you lemons, don't set 1700 square miles of the of the ocean on fire i just i think this is so vastly irresponsible i mean this is oil we're talking about this isn't like you know we bought a zoo or something you know where right. i mean but that's animals oh god yeah and that zoo went so poorly for us in the Wait, first you, place you were the people that we bought a zoo is about uh, yeah 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 and then we did sell the rights to the movie to try and um uh, pay off the lawsuits and the, i think the product that they came up with was pretty lovely actually and so then we thought, okay, well, maybe we'll do it again. We bought an oil rig. How fun. A good sequel title, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Damon and a couple of kids, one of them <laughs> on the shoulders, gallivanting around the Gulf of Mexico. What's I, I don't recall the kid being on the shoulders and we bought a zoo. Is no, it's yeah. on the poster. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picturing it, but... Uh, <laughs> but and then the last thing that I just sort of wanted to say is, you know, and then... Um, of course, there was uh, the cover up and paying off the government officials. And so we're sorry. It was an accident. And we didn't know what we were doing. It's I mean, you using the word cover up. Sounds like you knew that you were covering up the crime. Well, that's what they were referring to it as in sort of the blog post. What did you think it was when you were paying those officials? I thought it was giving a friend a hundred thousand dollars to make this go away. <laughs> That's the very definition that's, of a cover. Yeah, that's a well, cover. Well, okay, if I was giving it to a stranger, sure, but a friend. It's a favor. It's a handshake. It's a kiss. Hmm, I don't know, Dan. What do you think about this? You're, I, you, as you said, you're Iranian. I, as I said. So this is hitting close to home this for is, you, right? It, it is. It is, actually. And I'm just actually. Your I'm, dander is getting up here. I yeah. Tell. Yeah. I, I'm curious, though. Why are you choosing here for your confession, why wouldn't you That's be a good point. on a I don't, news I don't know. Yeah. network? Seems like you'd be on at least, you know, WTF. We yeah. tried so hard to get on there. And we, this is the only show that would book you, my we tried, producer. We tried so, so hard to get on WTF. <sighs> Mark Marin. This is this is bad. This is bad. I don't yeah. support you as a guest. Whoa. Whoa. Me? Wait, that was mean. You don't support me as a guest? I don't support what you're talking about. I don't think you should be... Di- I mean, oil in mason jars? This is the very definition of insanity. No, mm. come on. Hey, hey, it's not. Listen, oh. if it makes you feel better... <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. If it makes you feel better, Scott, I was an early backer to your book. How do you mean you're an early backer? I was what? an early backer. I was the one... I. The, okay, so you know the audio company? Of, uh, what do you mean? You know, the, <laughs> <laughs> when you just say, what do you know the audio company? You do you know audio? Have to narrow it do you know audio? I know audio. Okay. Uh, do you know telephones? I know telephones. Okay. Uh, do you know the person that called you and said you should write a book? Uh, yes, I do know. Yes. Sam. So yes. I 
they live up the street from me. Sam lives up the street from you? Yeah, and I said, you know, it would be fun doing a book on a podcast. Okay. Mm, and uh, then I said, do you, do you know WTF? And they said, yes. And we tried to get them to write a oh, book. Yeah. And no, they were busy. And so then they came to you. And this was in the Gulf of Mexico? <laughs> no, this was on the plane. I was texting back and forth with them. Oh, okay. I'm really texting make, with these go-go in-flight deals. You do get your money's worth out of this go-go in-flight. Well, that's it. You just, it's, you got to plan for it, right? Yeah. You got to do all of your big sort of uh, downloading. Do you save up like all, all of your texts and downloads for when you're on a plane twice a year? Yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah, because yeah. you bought this go-go in-flight. It's a This is the weirdest part of your whole story. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to drill down on. Scott, I have two kids. Okay. I'm not above saying when I'm wrong. I'm not above trying to fix my mistakes. What and is, that's what I'm doing here. What do I'm the kids to have to do about it? Yeah, what do the kids have to do with any of this? Oh, they're the CEO and the CFO of the company. Oh, no. Wow. Did they go down for this? Yeah, they're in juvenile detention right now. It's tough. Um, but that's why we're sort of in the neighborhood here. It's just right up the street. <laughs> I do wow. live right next to a prison. <laughs> it's You know, the price per square foot is a lot lower. The it is. The closer yeah, you a, are. It's a terrible area. It's a prison. Yeah. It's a terrible yeah. area. Um, yeah, we're we're constantly getting like uh, juvenile delinquents, <laughs> escaped bad <laughs> babies. Yeah, uh, this is this is bad, Taylor. You are a bad person. I don't know. Why do you I'm, keep saying my name like that? I keep having to look down. I mean, Taylor Stephanie. It's not very distinctive. I mean, it's two first names. First of all, is your your husband's name is what? Thomas Stephanie. Thomas Stephanie. Taylor and Thomas Stephanie. And was his name Stephanie? How does he feel about having a woman's last name as the la- or a woman's first name as the as the last name? I don't know, Scott. You'd have to ask him. Why isn't he here? Hmm, that's interesting. So you think that my husband should be the one that's sort of confessing our crimes? Sure, I mean, you you're both culpable. You don't trust me confessing our crimes? <laughs> Why don't you trust me confessing our crimes, Scott? Maybe the pitch of your voice, maybe. <laughs> a little too shrill. <laughs> Hard to take it seriously. <laughs> I just feel like nobody... Oh God, you know, when I had this idea to buy the oil rig my husband, my kids, everybody said that I was an idiot and that I was dumb and that it was a bad idea. But then they went along with it because my dad is Rupert Murdoch. And so it was one of those things where they sort of like just agreed because I've got the money to go behind it. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is a totally. You're a Murdoch. Huh? You're a Murdoch. I'm Stephanie. That's my married name. Yeah. She married into the name Stephanie, but you're, you're Stephanie Nay Murdoch. Well, yeah, I didn't. Nee, what is that? Nee how do you pronounce it? Nee or nay? Well, f- f- how I've spelled it in sort of like my legal is N E I G H. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should be asking, how would a horse pronounce this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you should have, and you didn't because they all died in the zoo, unfortunately. Uh, and they didn't. You had horses that- in your zoo? Hold well, on. Yeah. Scott, you are, you're <laughs> skipping over a very vital piece of information and going on to horses in the zoo. I mean, this is astounding to me that you We're had horses. We're getting so far away from the point, which is I came Wait here a minute, to Did you apologize. paint them with stripes to pretend? Pretend they were zebras? Yeah, Scott. What do you think zebras are? <laughs> I'm sorry. Who's the idiot now? You think horses are real? Oh, I think unicorns. horses are real. <laughs> what? They're like unicorns and Unicorns cousins. are real and they just saw off the no, horn? No, they're not real, Wait, Scott. So- I'm saying they're all horses. But, okay, so... It was you didn't get zebras and paint them like horses. You got horses and painted them like zebras. We got zebras don't exist. This is the biggest lie that zoos have told everybody. If you had horses a ze- painted oh. black and white. If you had a zebra and you had to paint it like a horse, would you paint it black or would you paint it white? <sighs> 
You're asking the man what happened. I did it. And you're sort of running past my my lived experience with this. I'm sorry. No, No, go ahead, Scott. It's fine. No, Dan, what would you do? Well, (laughs) please uh, let me know the semantics. What what brand of paint do you buy? Um, I would, first of all, uh, go with the black because the black would cover up the white. Whereas if you're going to go white, you probably way, see yeah. faded black. But white stripes. horses are prettier. But Whoa. then black beauty. Very, do you want to know the answer? Very famous horse. Yes. You take them to a car detailer and they do those, you know how they wrap cars in sort of oh, that plastic yeah. in the heat? Um, oh. And that's what you do uh, to with the black and white sort of like saran wrap. Doesn't that suffocate the horse though? Because oh, the pores it does. Of the skin? Oh, okay, oh, it's God. tough. Is that part of the issue? Why? That was part of the problem. It was hard getting a zebra uh, sort of into final prototype and onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> Strange way to put it. Look, I Taylor Stephanie, you're an interesting person. You're a Murdoch. You're one of Rupert Murdoch's daughters. I'm My assuming. My kids are or? in jail. I don't have Wi-Fi except if I'm thirty thousand feet in the air. It's really <laughs> tough. Yeah. <but>, uh, uh, <laughs> You do have a bad life, and I have some empathy for that. But uh, I, I don't think what what you did is a good okay, thing. Okay, I'll move in. <laughs> I, I, there okay, is, I'll move in, Scott. I don't think. Look, first of all, your husband. What is his name again? Thomas. Thomas Stephanie. <laughs> Thomas Stephanie. Nay, Murdoch. He also took my. We, we, he took the we Murdoch took the name, and you you did a name swap. We both. No, we're both Stephanie named Nina. We both took it. We both decided that we wanted our kids to have the same last name as us. So we both took name. Name Murdoch. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this look, is... Taylor, we have to take a break. I, Thank I'm... God. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Which one's my room? <laughs> no, you're not staying here. You're. Okay, you, I, I hope you will stay for the next segment, but you're not staying here tonight, okay? I guess we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we. I mean, we will talk about it when I call the police and kick you out of this place. Oh, which police officer? Which precinct are you going to? Uh, I don't know. What, I've never called the police. Really? Yeah. Ever? A-cap. Not even for fun? <laughs> no. A-cap. Dang, you should try calling the police on sort of like a, a somebody. It's really fun. Okay. It sounds like you're somebody who just, some Karen who calls the police on people. I'm not Karen. I'm Taylor. All right, Taylor. Look, Taylor, can you stick around though for one more second? Yes, Scott. Right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more Dana Dute. Undercooked is the book. We'll have more Taylor Stephanie and we have a stand-up comedian after this. This is very exciting. We'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang after this. <laughs> Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? Hmm? Do you know what was in Al Capone's vault or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? Well, if not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia, but that's okay because you can learn it all in the new podcast, WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciencey term for eardrum. That's right, WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Oh my gosh. It's not January anymore, is it? No, it's long past January and people, the new year has worn off. 
2024? No, I'm no longer writing 2023 on my checks. I know it's 2024. The excitement of the new year, it's totally worn off. It's gone. But you know what? You still have to keep your groove going. You got to keep things going. But for businesses who do a lot of mailing and shipping, you got to keep moving, right? Keep moving and mailing and shipping. Well, stamps.com streamlines all of your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. I've always wanted my operational efficiencies turbocharged, and Stamps.com does it. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Stamps.com, they've been around for 25 years, I believe, and I've been talking about them now for 10, they're, they're our super sponsor. I've been talking about them for so long and we've been using them. We used Stamps.com at the beginning of starting uh, the business Earwolf to mail everything. We love it. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code BANGBANG for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and, get this, a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, enter code BANGBANG. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Dana Dude is here, author of uh, Undercooked uh, and Cobra Kai is uh, the final season coming up. And uh, when's that come out, Dan? I honestly think all of my accomplishments and my book promotion has been you know, uh, upstaged by a confession of, of lighting the Gulf of yeah. Mexico on fire. I don't know why this is the wrong okay, show. Okay, I, I, I just didn't did... light the Gulf of Mexico on fire. <sighs> I lit a small patch of the Gulf of Mexico on fire. How small? I mean, a couple hundred square miles. <laughs> I Compared to the Gulf of Mexico, it's, it's small. small. But, it's small, mm. it's a patch. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on the Splendid Table on NPR. You were? Yeah. How and did you the, get on that show? They the other even have me. The other guests were like someone who makes uh, artisanal jellies. Not a freaking boring. Ar- a water arsonist. Well, I tried getting on that podcast too and they wouldn't have me if that makes <laughs> This you is the better. only show that would have you? This, this is a bad show. I've tried everywhere. I don't know what we're doing. <sighs> where, where are our standards? Well, uh, at least we have a stand-up comedy, a stand-up comedy uh, performer coming on, cool. a stand-up comic, we call them. Yes. Uh, I didn't misspeak. Um, we have a stand-up comic here, and uh, this is exciting uh, because uh, we need a little levity, I think, in times like these. Mm. Uh, there's a writer's strike hitting our industry, mm. and uh, uh, you know, with everything going on the in environment's uh, a mess. Ukraine, well, I mean, that's your fault. But uh, let's uh, please welcome him to the show. Please welcome Weed Foxworthy. If you know Jerry Garcia's birthday, but not your own, you might be a pothead. <laughs> All right. Hey, Weed Foxworthy. Hey, if you're packing a bowl for a trip and it has nothing to do with luggage, you might be a pothead. <laughs> Very good. If, you, if your pronouns are he, hi. You might be a pothead. <laughs> why are you, why are you patting your upper lip? Oh, thank way? you. Are you thank patting you. your mustache? Yeah, I just want to make sure it stays on. <laughs> what does that mean? I have, a, I have a fear every night when I go to sleep. I dream that my mustache falls off. So during the oh, day, I make sure I really pat it on there. Constantly patting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I might be allergic to it. It feels on my skin, perhaps. <laughs> like maybe I am. 
Um, welcome, Weed Fox. Those are three great, great jokes. Thank Those you for three. having me. I got to tell you, I've been listening to the show. Uh, uh, there is a hack in the comedy scene. Perhaps Dan knows him as well. Uh, Weed Seinfeld. This guy, he he has one joke, tells one. Oh yeah, bad. Weed Seinfeld. We had him on the show yeah. uh, first mm-hmm. in Minnesota, and then right. he, then he came on the actual show. Yeah, has one joke, then sits down. Terrible. Doesn't have any material. Meanwhile, I, I've been touring him. Yeah, with him. I pressed him on like, what other jokes do you have? And he had nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, he doesn't. He just goes on the name. Uh, and, and where there's a whole bunch of us, Dan, you probably know all these comedians mm-hmm. who are uh, f- family members of other famous comedians trying to make money off their likeness. Right. Uh, mama Papa, Tom Papa's mama. Uh, oh, I didn't realize she was a comedian out yep. there trying she, to trying she, to make money. She does stuff. She does stuff. She's great. Uh, the the Scalar hoes. Uh, these are the Scalar bros <laughs> sisters. Uh, uh, they talk. <laughs> they call themselves the Scalar hoes. Yeah, it's very powerful word. It's like po- set positive. Sex By the positive. way, their their professional names are the Scalar brothers. So I didn't immediately. <laughs> Oh, well. realize it was well, a, yeah. tell their sisters that because they uh no they if i ever meet them i will okay yeah great yeah. uh 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 rude uh rude gaffigan is another one rude gaffigan who's rude gaffigan uh, uh jim gaffigan's uh brother he, he does a lot of rude stuff about like fucking hot pockets <laughs> stuff like that uh doesn't even rhyme with jim but no okay. yeah well you know at some point you gotta, by the way your mustache looks like mustache it is falling. it is like a dream it, it, the dream is happening it, okay look here's the all right truthfully all right all right <gasps> you just took your mustache <laughs> off and you're you do have a smaller mustache <laughs> much, you have a yeah much, much smaller like a hitler much almost smaller. or a charlie chaplin i don't thank mean you. to insult thank you, you. no i'm not none, no insult taken but no, let, let me look a little bit higher than that mustache up to your eyes yeah and take in the rest of your face yeah. <gasps> i'm gasping again <laughs> yeah yes it's true uh i'm, I'm not actually jeff foxworthy's brother who does weed comedy i'm his stepbrother oh. um I'm, I'm his married by law this accent's fake. The mustache is fake. Drop the accent then if you... Oh, <laughs> if it's fake. Sorry. Okay. It can be hard. I know okay, when you yeah. get in there. All right. This is what I really sound like. It sounds, oh, sounds exactly kind of similar. Okay, hold on. So this is me. This is me be like, if you own two Bob Marley t-shirts and no Bob Marley albums, you might be a pothead. That's, that would be a joke. <laughs> Pretty good. Right. Still yeah, good. Is, and then let me drop into... This is, this is how I really sound. So you're I, dropping into how you really sound. Yeah. Exactly the same. Well, you know, I've been on the road so much. Dan, we both know we're 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 out on the road. Yeah. It's hard. Wait it's, a minute. So hold on. You okay. had a fake mustache. Yeah. And you were pretending to be Weed Foxworthy, Jeff Foxworthy's brother, who does weed based, based comedy. comedy. Correct. And, but you are actually what? His brother in law. His brother-in-law, who, who does, does weed-based based comedy. comedy. So the fake mustache was to disguise the fact that you are not his brother, you're his brother-in-law. Correct. Yeah, and the accent, which I think, I, I, at least I can t- clearly tell the difference. I can't tell any difference yeah. between it. No, yeah. it, is, it is different. Um, and yeah, it's hard. But, you know, if, if you go to see Weed Foxworthy, you're expecting a mustache. You're yeah, expecting a, a mustache. That's a good point. And it's, uh, you know, it's out. Uh, we're out on the road, and it's hard because I was watching this Weed Seinfeld fella, and he... He all of a sudden blew up. He started having tens of people at his shows. Yeah, we had him on the... I mean, I didn't think he was very good the mm. few times that he was sure. on. Sure. No, uh, he's terrible. The guy's a hack. Yeah. But all of a sudden, people started going out to his show. And I said, what, what'd you do? And he said, Comedy Bang Bang. He said, I tried to get booked on every podcast. The one that'll book you, he said, Comedy Bang Bang. And so on? I, I, reached out, I reached out to my agent. And I said, let me, let me come do some of my material so I can also... Because I have material. Okay. Well, let's hear the material. Almost, almost fifteen jokes. I'm probably I'm probably more interested in the material than in your backstory. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You know, I got read the room. I can tell <laughs> you can you can sour on people pretty quickly. All right. If 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 you're trying to decide to name your first child indica or sativa, 
You might be a pothead. That's pretty it, good. That's yeah. true. If you're Long Island comedian John Gabris, you might be a pothead. Okay. <laughs> that's a good All right. One. If you refuse to drink and drive, so instead you get really high, you might be a pothead. Mm. If you're known for your tie-dye skills, you might be a pothead. <laughs> yes. if, 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 if you think 420 is a funnier number than 69, <laughs> you might be a pothead. Uh, it's a push for me. <laughs> if, uh, if you like to sync up the Wizard of Oz with uh, the Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album, you might be a pothead. Oh, no, was... if you heard that and then you thought, no, it's actually not Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album. It's actually Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon album you sync out with Wizard of Oz. You might be a pothead. I think Dan was about to say it. So you might be a pothead, Dan. I was. Can I just. Yeah. Can I just. Please. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. I think you're hilarious. I mean, Dan is an accomplished stand up comedian. Yeah. I, these jokes are fantastic. These are good, good jokes. I mean, unlike that Weed Seinfeld Thank guy. Thank you. Thank you. He had one. Yeah. He literally did one joke and sat down to do panel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and what if there's not a panel? Laughing is just him. Yeah. It's laughing just him on stage. It's and he expects so this audience to start a panel. Yeah. Wow. But so, you, 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 you're legitimately good. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. So what's the issue? Well, I don't know. Part of it is my uh, Jeff Foxfield doesn't like my act at all. Mm. Your brother. He doesn't like it. No. He's, he's married to who? Your sister? My or? sister, yes, is married to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's a big family just trying to, you know, that's yeah, where he gets all his jokes. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's probably just because you're doing it, you know, in his style. Uh-huh. But the jokes are actually really funny, which tells me that you're a very talented comedy writer. You should try to find your own voice. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see if I can uh, like pull from your life experience. Yeah. Is that an overstep? Can no, I say that? I, pull hey, from your life I think experience. that's all right. Okay. I would normally say never listen to anything that Taylor says, but she's right. I bought Yuck Yucks, so it's so a Canadian now, comedy club. Jeff Foxworthy's wife, Pamela Gregg. This is your mm. sister. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right. Gregg yeah. with two G or three, actually, two at the end. We always the say front. the more on there, the more your family. <laughs> Throw some more G's on there. Come on, hang out. That's hang what we out. always say. Can I ask something? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Is that that's, an overstep? Yeah, I think of both of you two is basically the same. You and Dan seem to me from everything I've heard. How hmm. did you end up with the last name Foxworthy? (laughs) Well, here's the funny thing. It's uh, when I married someone else, I said, can we change our name to my successful brother-in-law's last name? I get it. And she said, hell yeah. She said, hell yeah, we can. And I said, let's do, I'm doing, I'm doing the, uh, the light blue collar comedy tour. Uh, due to copyright law, I couldn't do the blue collar comedy tour, mm. but so but the light blue is okay. Light blue, yeah, it's a different color. <laughs> okay, uh, and so and so we go out on the road. Uh, I got a friend; he drinks a lot. Uh, he, he comes on stage with me as well sometimes. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, he's on the tour, yeah. but only performs occasionally. Strangely <laughs> enough, he's making most of the money. I'm not sure what kind of contract he signed, wow. but this guy is cleaning up, and I am struggling. Yes. <laughs> Who else is on tour? Uh, we got Ron. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Ron, he's the drinker. He's the drinker. Mm-hmm. Ron the drinker. Yep. And then we have uh, uh, Gary the Gary the plumber guy. Uh, <laughs> he's always talking about the uh, getting getting stuff done later. I've, I've had a couple of plumbers on this show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any funny? Maybe, any funny ones? Uh, they're interesting, definitely. Uh, Mike the janitor is one, and then uh, uh, Mike uh, Mike Ruby, I believe, was his name. The <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. plumbers are funny. We can all agree with that. <laughs> I will. Okay. Okay. I hate to make, I, I really want you to find your voice. Okay. Okay. And a, a way that comedians do this is you, it starts off actually pretty, tr- some tragic things that you have to think about that okay. you can turn into something funny. So like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start by asking like, when was the last time you cried? Uh, uh, probably perhaps when, uh, the day my, my wife died. 
Oh no, your oh wife, God. the one who took the name Foxworthy. Yeah, she uh, sounded like a lovely woman. Yeah, and uh, honestly, oh. weed is a big reason why she died. Uh, what marijuana? Oh. Wow. Uh, How? Well, she was hit by a drunk driver going to pick up weed. <laughs> so huh. I don't know that I would blame the weed. I mean, it's well, not my. It was the errand he was running. It's not it my. It was the errand he was running. He was run. Oh, he was trying to pick up weed. Yeah, he was drunk trying to, and he, she was trying to pick up weed. Yeah, no, she was. No, she was normal. She or not normal. I'm not sorry. trying to say anything about anyone yes. here. Sorry for not knowing who was picking up the weed. <laughs> yes, I'm with sorry. that sentence construction, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps I visualized the horrific accident a little bit clearer than some of you who are just learning right. about it right now. Right. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was just picking up uh, uh, some groceries, just doing a regular old some grocery groceries. run. Some of the groceries. Uh, Why not all? Well, we like to do half and half because there's different stores that have different things. So you, know? you pick up half. I go to Sprout. She goes to Ralph's. That's kind of our system. Okay. Um, yeah, and so she was picking them up, and then a drunk driver hit her. Okay. And oh yeah. God. That comedy is tragedy plus time. Okay. Yeah. So, so how long has this been? Uh, like a week and a half. Oh. Oh, oh God. Okay. A lot of time, actually. I That's, think is usually what comedy. Yeah, it needs a lot of time. But okay. just as an exercise. Yeah. Okay. Retell that story. Okay. But say it in the same funny, upbeat way that you were delivering the jokes about the 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 weed fox. These are ready. good tips. Dan okay. is a great stand-up comedian. So, uh, so I, I would listen to what he says. So let's hear. It. Okay. If you're going to pick up some groceries and a drunk driver hits you. Because he's going to get the weed, then the guy driving the vehicle <laughs> might be a pothead. I could see you you started off right. wrong, but you mm-hmm. twisted back around <laughs> to the drunk drivers. So right. That was yeah. skillful. That was skillful. Yeah. Uh, you know, groceries, I suppose, that makes me think, uh, um, if, if, if your largest meal of the day is a snack... You might be a pothead. Okay. Huh? It seems like you're still going back to the pothead <laughs> well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. That's the ending. The ending keeps coming in similar is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay. Also, the setups. The setups are similar as well. Yeah, in the middle. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, you somehow oh. took a tragic story about your wife's death yeah. and cut it up into parts about someone who may be a pothead. Like, like okay. Yeah. yeah. Stay in the story, but tell it funny. Well, yeah, uh, do you have kids? I've got kids. I find you know they're in they're in jail right now, but okay. I I find stuff they do funny. Do you have sure? Any kids? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. in the same jail with this pothead driver. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be wild? Oh, oh wait, is he cute. in jail? I don't know. Uh, no, he's not. No, <laughs> he got off somehow. <laughs> this is just a week and a half ago. Yeah, a week and a half ago. Yeah, they're still figuring it out, but oh, they said okay. he seemed honest. So. Oh. Okay. That's, uh, Are you okay to be here right now? Uh, yeah, this honestly, this is the only thing I'm funneling all of my power and energy on towards. Is there just are this. tears streaming down your mm-hmm. face, and I think that's one of the reasons the fake mustache. Or, yeah, my mustache fell off. My, uh, you can call it <laughs> I don't, fake. I don't, okay. I don't mean to imply that it's fake. <laughs> Thank you. It is real hair, just not mine. Um, yeah, no, that I, I'm I'm struggling a little bit, but but like like Dan here is pushing me to do. Perhaps that's a reason for me to connect mm-hmm. to something more honest and more real. There you go. Okay. Uh, so let me think about my life. So uh, if if you're waking up crying all the time, oh boy, and just feels like maybe life isn't always worth living because the thing you trusted and the thing you loved is gone, and now you got to be the dad, and now you got to take care of all your family. You weren't the dad before. <laughs> you're all of a sudden trying to figure out how do I even be a dad? I. I, I seems like you should have asked yourself this question. I've never even been a dad much. I got a seven year old and a thirteen year old, and I got to start being a dad to these kids. What am I? How am I going to do this? And so the the only thing that gives you any peace of mind is a little bit of weed, a little bit of Wait, marijuana. You, you smoke weed? Then but I, Scott, I let him go. Scott, this, this Scott, weed Scott, killed. Scott, let him go. Let I, him might, go. I might. I might. Weed be a killed his. 
we killed his wife and he's here smoking it. I might be a pothead. That was so brave. Okay. It was it funny? No. no. It was no. not funny. That was okay. tough to hear. No. Okay. Hey, I have I have a question. Okay. Weed Foxworthy. Yeah. Is it, uh, you're not Weed Seinfeld, are you? Well, uh, I don't. I don't know why. I, why would you? Do I look like weed? Your tinier mustache, the Charlie Chaplin one. <laughs> yeah. If I were to pull on that, oh, don't pull that one. Huh? <laughs> oh no! I'm just gonna reach oh, over here no. and just. Oh, what's the deal with this guy? <laughs> okay, I knew. I knew something was off with it. You're weed Seinfeld. What's the deal with sad guy over here? Huh? Over here? This <laughs> guy over here? He's acting like a big. Follow sad guys. You're pointing to yourself. <laughs> What's the deal with him? Is it, uh, <laughs> Do you have disassociative uh, disorder or you, you have various personalities? What's the deal with these big words? <laughs> if I wanted big words, I'd smoke <laughs> the didgeridoo. I want I want oh. Weed Foxworthy back. <laughs> weed Seinfeld suck. You put the mustache back on. You, uh, uh, there we go. Yeah. Um, what happened? I'm like the end of Primal Fear. <laughs> You've ever seen that movie? Spoilers. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Is one of your personalities a guy who spoils movies? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. The Prestige, there's actually two of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're twins. Right. Yeah, that's what I call twins. <laughs> two of them? Yeah. Hey, look at the, uh, who, are the who are the twins who killed their dad? Is it the, oh, the Menendez? Menendez? Menendez. I always want to say Mendoza. Oh, you could. I think we'd figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Context. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my house in the uh, Gulf of Mexico and uh, relax oh, a little bit. Oh, you may no. not want to go. Oh, I've been I haven't been there for a little while. Well, I Sister. got some good news for you, pal. Okay, <laughs> you're getting forty nine ninety nine from a class action. Oh, oh, okay. That's yeah. I mean, Hold that's enough text. enough for one go go in Wow, getting a text from. Can my... I ask a question real quick? Uh -huh. Yeah, Scott, why didn't you try and pull my mustache off? <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to say anything. You saw the man sitting next to me and you tried to pull his mustache off. I'm sitting here with three mustaches on top of each other and you're not trying to pull a single Why three? one okay, off. Okay, let's pull the first one off. Ouch. <laughs> that didn't come off. You That's feel just... very comfortable just touching my face, don't you? <laughs> oh my God, uh, I just got a text saying my kids and my house all burned up. Hold on, this is more important. <laughs> the mustache. The mustache, yeah. Wait, why did you ask me to pull off your mustache when the, they don't come off? I was just curious. I was curious why you were so comfortable pulling off this guy's mustache, but you didn't even try and pull yeah. off my mustache. Right. <laughs> but wait, your kids... And my house. And your house burned up? Dead, yeah. Oops. Your house is dead? <laughs> and my kids. I haven't heard about the grass yet, but I'm guessing okay. probably dead. I'm really sorry. Comedy is tragedy yeah. plus time. Okay. Yeah. So about this, this 30 seconds have gone by. Okay. Try to get comedy out of it. Go. Okay, go. If you're, if you lost everybody you love in a horrific accident and. Okay, you can do it. You can do it. And you just want to, you just can't. Come on. Think about. We believe in you. If. You got it. If comedy, bang, bang. Hold my hand. If, if the man who, if the, Hold her uh, mustache. Uh, who was, uh, Not too tight. Uh, uh, 
What's the deal with bongs? Oh, I mean, why no. do we call this stuff bongs? Like too far, too far huh? inside. Why do we call them bongs? <laughs> I want to put that. I want to put something called bong in my lips. I want to put something called dick in my lips. <laughs> okay, all right. Wait, Seinfeld, you suck. We can't have a guy like you on the show anymore. <laughs> we get too many complaints. Fair enough. <laughs> People <laughs> think you're one note. Yeah, honestly, run and drive for me too. <laughs> I think I got a little cowboy at the end of that one. Yeehaw. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Look, we're running out of time. We just have time for one final feature on the show, and that is a little something called plugs. You don't know me, but I got APD. But I tell you what I do. I'm gonna listen to listen to your blood. Hey. Oh, there's that meow. That was Plugs theme parentheses cat by Gordy Brave. Thank you to Gordy Brave for that wonderful plug bag theme. Uh, if you have one, go over to cbbworld.com slash plugs, I think. Yeah, I think that's where it is. <laughs> Been so long since I mentioned it. Uh, 15 I seasons. 15 seasons. Yeah. Um, all right, Dan, what do you want to plug here? Uh, obviously, we have uh, Undercooked is the book. Uh, say the title again. Undercooked, How I Let Food Become My Life Navigator and How Maybe That's a Dumb Way to Live. Um, you can get anywhere. Also, my podcast, Green Eggs and Dan. Um, you can get anywhere. And then Cobra Kai, you can only get at Netflix. Cobra Kai, Netflix, steal a password. I steal my mom's password to watch hey. myself on Cobra Kai. That is not a lie. And <laughs> also uh, starting a new show on the YouTubes called The Vintage Roast, where me and my friend Jessica watch vintage food shows and comment on them. Okay. Like and these Julia are public Child. domain uh, food shows? I haven't thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All great stuff. Um, and then Taylor Stephanie, uh, what would you like to plug? Well, here's what I'd like to plug. I'd like to plug in my phone in the master bedroom, but all your shit's plugged in, Scott. We're You've already have to been move into this. the master bedroom? Look, you're not moving in. I'm sorry. What do you mean? I, uh, exactly what I said. Like, which word do you have an issue with? Not moving in. Those are the words I have an issue with. That combination. With. Yeah, in that order. Look, Scott, we're going to have to work something out. I already moved all my stuff into your bedroom. When you say all your stuff, what did you move into my bedroom? Two suitcases, a bunk bed, my dog. Bunk bed? <laughs> yes. Where's Thomas going to sleep? <laughs> uh, all right. We can talk about this afterwards. Do you have anything to plug right now or? Mm. No. Okay, great. Um, oh, wait, yes. Oh. I know somebody who's running a show at the Elysian oh, Theater in Los Angeles. Wow. And as my Mima said, you should come. Uh, it is called Yeti for Real, and it happens on Sundays. It's supposed to be second Sundays, but has been a wild variety of different Sundays at mm. 9 p.m. I see. I have no conception of what you're talking about. Okay, this is a... I'm leaving the room right now because I am going to use your bathroom. Oh, all right, fine. Uh, weed Seinfeld or Weed Foxworthy, whichever one you are right now. Yeah, I'll be Weed Foxworthy. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> what do you want to If you plug? like comedy bang bang, then you might like Holy Shit Improv. It's a show that you can watch from anywhere in the world online featuring so many great comedy bang bang performers. Paul F. Tompkins, uh, uh, John Gabris, Lisa Gilroy, Lauren Lapkus, so many more. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, Holy Shit Improv on 
uh, the old Instagram or patreon.com slash holy shit improv for less than the price of one ticket. You can watch every show we've ever done. And one more, uh, Apple TV has a new show uh, coming out in May with uh, Rose Byrne and uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, it's called Platonic. From Neighbors? Uh, it, it's even created by the people from Neighbors. Wow. Uh, so if you enjoyed that, maybe check out that show. Uh, really only watch, you can watch all of them if you want. Uh, my friend's in the first one. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I watched the pilot episode after that. If you enjoy, keep watching. What was wrong with his character that they didn't want him back after the first one? Honestly, he has a character you think will come back and just does not. So oh, okay. um, maybe they found that it uh, was kind of one note. And just yeah, per- per- perhaps he was off putting on set. Who, kn- who knows exactly why <laughs> that make the choices they do. Uh, I want to plug, look, we talked about it before, the Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the book, out in stores now. Uh, it would be great if we were back on the list uh, for the second week. I know we won't be, but uh, still, it's a wonderful dream. Uh, but uh, you can get it right now, and uh, thank you to everyone who bought it, and uh, very thrilling to be uh, uh, so well-received. Uh, also, uh, head over to cbbworld.com for, uh, we have so many shows over there. We have uh, CBB Presents, shows like This Book Changed My Life, and Hey Randy with Randy Snuts, and Entree P. Newer's Entrepreneur Tour with Entree P. Newer and Appetizer P. Newer. Uh, as well as Parents Foster sometimes. Um, so many great shows over there. Uh, ad-free episodes of this show, as well as the archives, as well as ad-free episodes in the archives of Freedom. If you're only listening to Comedy Bang Bang, you're just getting half the story. All right, let's close up the old plug bag. That was Playback 99 by Good Marble. Thanks to Good Marble. And guys, I want to thank you so much. Uh, Dan, always great to see you. Continued success to you. Always love seeing you pop up in my favorite shows and on uh, in, in bookstores. It's all, uh, wonderful to see how you've spun what you do into so many different facets of show business. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. I forgot to plug my Instagram. Is it too late? You want to go back in? Uh, I mean, we'd have to play the songs again. That's fine. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. This is the opening the plug bag theme. Uh, the one about the cat. Right. <laughs> you don't know me, but I got ADD. But I'll tell you what I do. Gonna listen to Listen to your blood All right. Uh okay, we're back in. You what do you want to plug you say? Uh my Instagram is uh at uh stand up down.
I'm sorry. Is there any way we can play it backwards? Because I'm trying to unplug this toilet. <laughs> what did you do to the toilet? Oh, By the way, you just stepped back in the room. What I'm so toilet? Sorry. Bad things. And I put um, TP on the grocery list, and it's your turn to go. <laughs> okay, look. Oh, boy, I've never seen a toilet that needs to be plugged in more in my life. What in the heck? Woo. Uh, Taylor, Stephanie, you're not moving in, but I uh, uh, thank you for being here. And uh, Weed Fogsworthy. Uh, I don't know whether I, I can't say like, Hey, please come back sometime. Fair. Can yeah, I? Fair I enough. Mean, no, yeah. Probably not good to say that. <laughs> I'll take you up. I will take you up on that offer if you do. Um, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Let yeah, me, do just, you want to put on both of your mustaches again? And, yeah. Let me see if I can. Leave, Let's see or? if I can. Uh, <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, uh, what, 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 what's this guy saying? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, what, what if your favorite guy in Jackass, if your favorite guy in Jackass is Wee Man, because you thought his name was Weed Man, he might be a pothead. Oh, really good. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.